The city of Lima, Peru, owes its existence to the Rimac River. Severely polluted by waste and particularly affected by trash dumping in the urban areas, in 2012 the Rimac, or Talking River, saw a beacon of hope in the shape of Project Rio Verde. Under then-Mayor Susan Villaran, Rio Verde sought to rescue part of the Rimac that runs close to the historical city centre, and in doing so, to reinvigorate the city's relationship with the river. The project included the creation of state-of-the-art park and water decontamination facilities, as well as educational centres and bicycle and pedestrian walkways. It was to rejuvenate both the health of the Rimac and its population. The project also sought, finally, to give the Cantagallo Shipibo community, based in the grounds of what would be Rio Verde Park, a long-term housing solution. Cantagallo was the first urban indigenous community in Lima, built in the 1990s to 2000s by indigenous Shipibo ukulele immigrants on the shores of Cantagallo Island along the Rimac River. It consists of self-built wooden houses and has been considered a hub of artistic tradition and socio-cultural resilience. Since 2012, Cantagallo has become a small but symbolically important battleground for a struggle between a river and an indigenous community, and the corruption of a business political class that jeopardizes the habitability of the second largest desert city in the world. As part of the Rio Verde project, the Cantagallo Shipibo community would be formally relocated. The money for the park and the relocation, some 74 million US dollars, had already been procured through a trust. The park, however, never materialized. Villaran lost municipal re-election after a bumpy leadership and, in 2015, Louis Castaneda took office and promptly scrapped the Rio Verde project in favour of one of the most infamous recent infrastructure projects in Lima, the Bypass 28 de Julio. This was no accident. The decision to scrap Rio Verde and to divert the 74 million US dollars in funds which included the money to relocate the Shipibo and build their new homes, is suspected as having been pre-agreed by Castaneda's political party in talks with the OAS, a Brazilian construction firm now implicated in the Lava Jato scandal. Before Castaneda had won the municipal election, OAS contributed illegal funds to Castaneda's election campaign, reportedly in exchange for the granting of government building contracts, amongst them the scrapping of Rio Verde project in favour of the bypass. And, in 2016, as a coup de grace, amidst this grim panorama and now without any formal relocation plans in place, Cantagallo burned to the ground. In his new makeshift Shipibo art gallery, David Ramirez Nunta, in Insoy in Shipibo, a prominent Cantagallo Shipibo artist, and Cordelia Sanchez Garcia, his wife, tell me about the night the Cantagallo burned. It started in the Ferreteria area, Cordelia explains. The fire then advanced. The wind was strong and houses were like this. She pointed to the gallery house structure, constructed out of wooden panels. The firefighters came late. The fire was already high, so high, alto altissimo. The blaze could not be stopped in time. It consumed all of Cantagallo. 
After the fire, the president, Pedro Pablo Kaczynski, PPK, rose as an ally to Cantagallo. President PPK liked indigenous people and their art. David remembers. PPK placed the first stone here after the fire, Cordelia adds. He promised us the rebuilding of our houses, but PPK's support would be short-lived. In the end, Cordelia grew somber. Only a few months passed, and he was already in trouble. Under political pressure from the opposition, after allegedly attempting to buy votes during an impeachment trial, PPK resigned in 2018. And with his ousting, reconstruction efforts and hopes of justice for Cantagallo once again went up in smoke. The Ministerio de Vivenda and the municipality came into Cantagallo and told us that the community would be rebuilt in eight months. Since the fire, it has been three years of words only. After the fire and resignation of PPK, the future of the Shipibo and the river were then threatened by Castaneda's agenda of personal enrichment. We do not feel safe here, confessed Cordelia. Castaneda wants to disappear the Shipibo community from here. Their disappearance would have perhaps facilitated Castaneda's vision of building shopping malls in the Shipibo lands. The painting over of murals portraying Shipibo traditional art reiterates his ecocidal and culturocidal program of erasure. Castaneda's OAS's machinery of political corruption, however, may have met its end in the recent Laval Jato investigation, Operation Car Wash, which has resulted in the incarceration and investigation of several former Peruvian presidents, former mayors, and heads of some of the largest companies in the country and Latin America beyond. Shaking up the political order in the region, it has also perhaps created the first wide-range political airing of the corrupt business political mechanism that cripples progress, justice, and future visions of sustainability in Lima and the rest of the country, including Rio Verde. As part of the investigation, Castaneda has been heavily scrutinised, and on the 14th of February 2020, a jury sentenced him to a 24-month period of preventative prison. Whilst he is investigated for money laundering, aggravated collusion, illegal association for delinquency, and receiving bribes from OAS that were then concealed in government building projects. This last charge includes cancelling Rio Verde for the Bypass 28 de Julio. Completed in 2016, the bypass has worsened vehicular chaos in the city and is already beginning to crumble thanks to structural miscalculations and poor construction after only a year of use, over 500 cracks were detected in the structure's surface. Castaneda's Piesta de Resistance, the Bypass 28 de Julio, is now an all-too-tangible manifestation of a corrupt system that has darkened the future of an exhausted river and a city of 9 million inhabitants, and denied a more benign, integrated and sustainable future for Lima's first indigenous community. David and Cordelia returned to Cantagallo in August 2019, three years after the fire, to seek justice. They demand the promised rebuilding of their homes and will continue to provide for their family through their art gallery, Galleria de Arte Shipibo Canibo, in an environmentally unsound situation that sickens their children. 
and although David does not consider himself a political person, he believes he must fight for the survival of his culture in this city. And the Rimac, the Talking River, has spoken. As the Lava Jato scandal continues to shake the Peruvian business political class, it also allows us to peer into what could be the largest black box in Latin American urban planning and socio-environmental sustainability. This fight must see corruption as a major driving force behind ecological degradation. Corruption chokes, distorts, and disappears the future of Peru. And robo a mano armando, towards those that perhaps need government help the most, including indigenous populations and the environment. Under the limelight of the OAS investigation, the RIMAC and Shipibo and the city have at least regained their voice. <laughs>